0: For B.S.O. I was Mike DeLegelo, the artistic flow coming from STMO, the legendary shows. I knew I'd be a star, but who did I know? It wouldn't be from balls. See, that's the big lead, the radar online. I wasn't the undefeated, but I still was gonna shine. I took a few L's to do shots like pop, but then I got my way to... Like Jason Winnah, He it like Ryan Hart, skipping bail, trying to Don't have to scream like Stephen A to get my point across. Climb Jamel Hills, yeah. won't carry check and shit. Yeah. They were quick to pull the gun, hoping Rob would quit. But 15 years later, Rob still the shit. Rob's still legit. Rob still on everyone. Pile for power list. Rob is caught Rob is ring side. Catch Rob outside, that's the 50-yard line, don't act surprised, Rob is a winner, George Steinbrenner, cooking up these headlines, what you want for dinner, the Black Sports Center, you know who I be, Triple O G, The Ohio State University, that's who raps me, I'm love for free, I just murdered this track, called at a dead speed, the headline king is back. I hope that you guys listened to my advice from yesterday and made it home safe and sound from your tricking and treating and whatever nefarious things you do on Halloween because it's become that type of holiday. Uh, this is Headlines with Robert Littell. And we have a big headline to talk about today. The hoax that is Joe Smith, his wife, and only fans. I cannot take credit for this. I cannot. I'm not one of those people that steals credit. I'm not one of those people that see a press release and then act like I got sources when you just saw the press release like everybody else. I'm not going to do that. So I'm not going to take full credit for this. You know why? Because when we did the first original story on on Joe Smith, the video of him being upset uh, at his wife uh, because she started an OnlyFans account a lot of people came to me in a lot of different ways and a lot of different mediums. They hit me up and text and DMs and at messages on all the different social media platforms. A lot said, hey Rob, this seems fake to us. This seems like a skit. This seems like a hoax. Something seems right. As one uh, user uh, said, this looks like fifth grade uh, acting job. At first I was like aghast by this, like no way. No way someone would actually embarrass themselves like this uh, on a national uh, scale uh, just for some attention, just for a few more subscribers on OnlyFans. Surely no one uh, would do that. But then I put on my journalistic hat. I did a little research. I started digging deep. I started reaching out to some real sources to figure out exactly what was going on here and very quickly and it didn't take long and it wasn't very hard to be honest with you. I found some people uh, that are close to to Joe Smith, uh, close to his wife. Uh, They confirmed to me that the entire thing was a hoax. And at first I'm like, Hey, look, you know, I can't just go on here and be like, it's a hoax. I need some information. They literally told me that someone had, you know, reached out to TMZ uh, who the person that I guess is orchestrating? Who's helping them with the entire hoax? And that you know the the wife would be on TMZ later in the day. And this was hours before that even happened. And then come to find out, I see TMZ promoting the interview. She's fake crying about Joe leaving the house. It's all BS. It's unfortunately just a big hoax. And why? It, it, why are they doing this? That's probably the question. Well, it, it's simple. Cash. <laughs> Cash rules everything around me, cream. You know, Joe Smith has been very public about this. I'm not telling you something that you don't know. You can use your Googles. Uh, Joe Smith blew through all of his $61 million that he made in the NBA. Every single dollar of it. Every single dime of it. He, he blew through it. It's, it's no longer in his possession. He does not have uh, that money anymore. I'm not saying that he's like broke, like, you know, Johnny down the, the street broke, but I am saying that he is not uh, a millionaire uh, like he was when he was playing in the NBA. Also, his wife, as she pointed out accurately, I would say, you know, she used to have a career as a as a singer and maybe what most of you know as, you know, not singing. <laughs> she also had a, a career as a adult a uh, film star in over uh, fifty uh, movies. Uh, like I told you guys yesterday, I did some research on NYDP Blue. Um, I wouldn't call her a legend. Uh, she was very similar to to Joe Smith. Uh, she was a journey woman um, in the porn street. You know, she was a solid vet. Uh, you know, she was PJ Tucker. You know, uh, of the porn you know industry, she wasn't Steph. She wasn't KD. Um, you know, but she 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 had a, she mapped out a, a good career you Know for herself, uh, as a six man, you know, not I mean, I, I don't know if I would call it Lou Will, maybe Lou Will uh, of the porn industry, but the fact is, now you know, she's in her you know 50s and she had an OnlyFans account. And the thing about OnlyFans is, is just like anything like TikTok or Instagram or whatever you want to talk about that that can make you or Twitter that can make you any type of money and things of that nature is that the top end. Of the only fans, they do make a lot of money. the The, the top, and this is societal. Actually, you know, the top ten percent of only fans, uh, women, you know, make a, a ton of money. Like, you know, definitely can make uh, if they play their cards right, generational wealth uh, type of money. But there's the other, than like ninety percent. You know, they make you know forty bucks, you know, hundred bucks a month, maybe a thousand maybe 2000 you know, I mean, extra 2000 is okay, you know, but they're not making, you know, generational wealth, uh, fancy vacations, fancy cars, you know, type of money. And, and she was in, you know, that category. So I don't know who came up with the plan. I don't know if it was Joe, this person that was helping him or the wife, but someone came up with the plan that the the way that we can generate a uh, more subscriptions uh, for her only fans and B get our name back uh, in the mainstream media uh, is to concoct this thing where Joe, who obviously has known that she was a, a porn star. Uh, he's known her for almost you know a decade and a half, clearly knew that she had an only fans account because she had the account uh, for over one year. That's another thing that we found out that it wasn't just started. She's been had the account. Someone concocted this plan to get Joe and his wife because of the way society works, to get them trending, to get them in the news. um, They made sure the story got out to the right people uh, that would push it and then make sure it then, and after, you know, after the independent media pushes it, the mainstream media uh, picks it up. That's just the way it goes. And their end goal from what I'm being told is to get on a reality show, basketball wise, love and hip hop. I don't know, Southern Charm. I don't know what I don't know what all these, these different reality shows is. But the reason they want to be on these reality shows is twofold. One, that is a an income, you know, so you get a you know a salary for being on the shows. But maybe more importantly, if you notice, the people on Love and Hip Hop and Basketball-wise, they do a lot of club appearances. Uh, they do a lot of Things where they get paid just to show up, they become quote unquote influencers. You know, they get paid for their Instagram posts, paid to do TikToks or whatever it is. So their idea or their plan was to use this to get a lot of attention. Hopefully a TV producer sees this and like, hey, we put Joe and his wife on. It's a built-in dramatic storyline that we could put in. They get them some income because they don't have any money. And, you know, then they can filter this out to something else. Now, let me just say this. Yes, it's a hoax, but they're not stealing money from anyone. You see what I'm saying? So it's not like a Ponzi scheme or some of the other stuff that you've seen in the news. Nobody is forcing anybody to go to her OnlyFans. Nobody is forcing a TV producer to put them on a show. Um, it's just fake. That's really, that's really all it is no crime is being committed, it's just fake, and it's working because. You know you go th- two, three, four days ago and type in the name Joe Smith, you, what you're gonna see is the fact that you know he blew all of his money. that That's really the only thing that came up and there was no new news story about him. Uh, his wife uh, she was on uh, I think say yes to the dress, but there's not much available on her. You do it now, you see them on TMZ, you see them in the New York Post, you see it in, the, uh, uh, I saw it on Yahoo or USA Today, you see it on BSO, uh, you see it on a lot of different platforms. So they've got more attention, and they've been married for like, I think a year, year and a half. Uh, they've gotten more attention in the last, like, week than they've gotten in their entire, you know, marriage. And they hope that this will end up leading to a reality show. And I'm not hating on them. It's a uh, it's a plan i don't know you know if, if i'm joe smith i don't know if i would you know want to be embarrassed uh kind of like that in the streets but i guess you got to do what you got to do uh when the when the rent is due when the mortgage is up when the car payment and the child support um it is hitting so yeah we broke that story it's a hoax uh whatever you see going forward just know it's fake uh, i don't know if they're going to come out and admit it you know, come out and, and admit this was all, you know, part of the plan or anything, or they're just gonna keep rolling with it. It appears that a lot of people still believe what's going on. And that, I mean, in the end, that's kind of all that matters. Uh, but if they do show up on a reality show or they get their own show or they make a podcast, any of that stuff, just know that it was all concocted and planned out from the beginning. Uh what we got next on the headlines? The Ohio State. University number one in the first college uh football poll it makes a lot of people upset. They don't like when Ohio State uh is at the top. But it, it was simple. And I'm not saying this just because I'm alumni and I'm I'm and you know, obviously I'm always gonna root for my team to be at the top, but I'm also very clear-headed about what type of team we have each year, what the chances are of us actually winning the championship. Simply put. These rankings are nice to argue about and nice to debate about. It's nice to get into friendly uh, conversations with your friends from Michigan and Georgia and Florida State, Oregon, Washington, all of that stuff. But in the end, the way the the, the college football playoffs is now, uh, the initial rankings really mean nothing. Actually, none of the rankings probably mean anything until the last two or three weeks uh, of the college football season is because by that time everything is kind of very clear. We only have four teams. We're very clear on who can get in and who can get out. And and so the reason that Ohio State is number one at the moment is simply because we've actually played some actual good teams, whereas Michigan, whereas uh, Georgia have not. Yeah, it's as simple as that. Now, Georgia and Michigan obviously will play some better teams toward the end of their uh, schedule, and Georgia uh, will have to go and play in the SEC championship game, which is going to be tough. Michigan and Ohio State obviously play each other, so it really doesn't matter what the ranking um is at the moment Michigan has to play Penn State and then they have to play us and then they have to play a big ten uh championship game. So they're gonna have three games, you know, with a really you know kind of high ranking of people you know, maybe the maybe the team that has a little bit more of a beef is is Washington. you know Washington said they have a better win that win against Oregon than any win that Georgia or Michigan or Ohio State for that matter uh has. Uh, Oregon is coming up, you know, fast. Um, You know, they played Washington that was uh, tooth and nail. Could have went either way It was on the road. Uh, It looks like the way it's going to flesh out, at least in in my opinion, is this, is that uh, obviously the Michigan-Ohio State winner is going to get in. Um, Georgia is likely going to get in unless they slip up. Uh, I would say in the if they lose to a one loss team, a one loss SEC team in the in the uh, SEC championship game. So if Alabama or whoever else is is up there, slips them up, then that team can actually. So whoever wins the SEC championship, if it's a one loss team that's going against Georgia, would get in. Uh, Washington needs to stay undefeated, uh, but. They have a gauntlet of games that they're going to have to go through. Same thing with Oregon. They have a few other good games. There's teams like uh, – that's kind of floating in the background. Florida State may have the easiest road because the ACC is not great. So, assuming that they stay undefeated, I can actually see a scenario where Florida State uh, could end up being like the number one seed overall in the thing. But in the end, it's it's, it's probably going to be Florida State – Georgia, the 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 SEC championship, well, Florida State, Georgia, whoever wins between Michigan and Ohio State, and it just kind of depends. The fourth one always depends on if the Pac-12, RIP to the Pac-12 next year, um, if they can have either one lost team or a team that's undefeated and they get in. If it's a two lost team like what happened last year then someone like Ohio State or Alabama or somebody else can maybe slide in without or Michigan uh even if they didn't win their their conference championship all of this should be corrected once we go to 12 teams because what people always argue about when you talk about expansion and stuff is they say well you have this argument about you know who's the fourth fifth sixth best team but you're going to have the same argument on who's the 12 13 14 etc but just think about this logically for a minute it's much better that we're having an argument on who's the 13th best team and their chances of winning the national championship than the 5th best team and their chances of winning the national championship and we had a 12 team playoff right now and I'm just going off the top of my head cuz I don't feel like opening my email but you know you would have ohio state you'd have michigan uh, you would have Oregon. You'd probably have Washington. You would have Alabama. You'd probably have Georgia. You have Florida State. Uh, maybe you would have um who else would you? They probably have Oklahoma in there. So maybe Texas, maybe Notre Dame. That's 10, 10, teams, you know, right there. Now you're not telling me those that wouldn't be interesting, you know, to you? Of course it would be. So so that, yeah, war to um uh, to 12 teams. Uh they totally get that taken care of uh, next year with all the realignment and stuff. The Raiders. Uh, the auto win is a Raider. Yeah, they fired Josh McDaniels um, after the Halloween party. I don't know if it's like legitimately after the Halloween party, but it was on the West Coast. It was still Halloween. It was around 10, 10 p.m. or so. On the East Coast, the Halloween had already uh pass. <laughs> so uh yeah they they got rid of they got rid of Josh McDaniels who's proven that he's you know he's not a a very good uh head coach. Uh I knew when Jimmy G overthrew Devontae Adams twice by about 30 yards even though it was nobody around him uh that the end was near. This is sad. The Raiders were one of my favorite teams uh growing up uh I remember as a kid um, I used to watch, I don't know if any other you guys used to watch this, but um, before like YouTube and all of the other stuff that we have now, uh, ESPN has, I think they still have the channel. It's called ESPN uh, Classic. And on ESPN Classic, they used to have all of these like uh, uh, NFL videos about like these seasons of like the Super Bowl champions or, or things of that nature. When I remember I was I was a kid and I watched uh when, when John Madden before it was on the 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 video game and the announcing, you know, he was a coach for the Raiders. And I remember watching that and uh, John Ficenza, I think that was his name, had that big Vulva voice that like, the autumn win is a Raider and you know, all of that stuff. And and uh and, and um they just were cool, you know, black, white, you know, then he grew up in the um the nineties. And you know, NWA, West Coast, and stuff, and they always wore the Raiders uh, gear and everything. So the black and the silver was really cool. And I, uh, Lester Hayes used to have the uh, the Jerry Curl and the Stick 'em, and Mike Haynes, and uh, Marcus Allen, Bo Jackson, you know, those guys from like the 90s, and then they won a couple of Super Bowls in the 80s. It was uh, I was a big fan of the Raiders, uh, you know, they were kind of counter culture and if you're a black person you kind of always kind of gravitate to counterculture uh, you know they're pretty decent in the 90s when they had one last run in the early 2000s and man it's been trash uh ever since it's been a good 20 years of of trash uh since then hopefully they got a brother that's the interim coach and i mentioned yesterday interim coaches always seem to do better uh than their real coaches uh, I don't know if they're going to keep Antonio Pierce as the head coach. If not, I would like them to get Eric uh, the enemy. Um, They got to figure out this quarterback, you know, situation. It never made any sense uh, going from Derek Carr to Jimmy G. You know, that's like going from an, an Altima to a Sentra. You know, was it wasn't, it, wasn't it, it never really made any logical sense. Uh, so they got to figure out the quarterback situation. They have talent. I mean, they have they have a they have Crosby on. In defense they got Devonte adams they got josh jacobs uh they they have talented uh marcus peters they have talented individuals it's just they need to be coached up so we have to see what antonio pierce uh can do for the rest of the year but i'll be praying uh for my Raiders. don't feel bad But josh McDaniels, i think he had four years left on his deal uh multiple millions of dollars left so he'll probably go back to new england or whatever it may be so He'll be fine. He can relax for the rest of the year and enjoy his holidays. Uh, this is uh, Pippin and Mar- Marcus Jordan. Uh, they're still in the news. They kind of got pushed aside by Joe Smith. Can't believe they're still together. But I don't, you know, so I watched this video. and The video is Marcus talking about how he wants to get married and he wants Michael Jordan, his father, to be the best man. And it's all weird and cringy and stuff. But I'll tell you a secret. And no, well, not a secret, but just a thought. This is something. This is a feeling that I have. I was watching the video, and it's weird, and and like you would expect it to be that that's just weird. And I'm looking at Larsa, right? And I'm looking at Larsa, and and it appears to me—I could be wrong—it appears to me that she is a little bit shocked that this relationship is still going on, and she seems a little afraid that he actually might want to go through with the marriage. Because I think that he, uh, she just wanted this, you know, because it's just the way she is. You do this for six months, you get a little, you know, you get some money, you get some attention, you do a podcast, you make a couple of dollars, and then she moves on to the next victim. That's how she normally rolls. Six months to a year, that's about it. You know, not actually try to get married, just move on to the next young athlete, young baller, next D-League or G-League player next guy on a two-way contract, whoever she's trying to get with. It. And I, I, and for whatever reason, I think Marcus was actually falling in love. And she's like, uh, I, I, she seems a little shook. By it. she seems a little shook. By it. Tell me if I watched the video, it's out there. Uh, they were on, I think, Pablo Torres' uh, uh, show. Just watch the video when Marcus is talking about the marriages and the works and I want Michael to be the best man and all of this stuff. And just watch her face. She's like, "Oh shit, he might actually want to seriously marry me." I didn't really want to get married. I, don't, I you know, she still, she, you know, she's re- you know, she was with he had the four kids, and you know, she's in her, you know, I want to be, you know, I, you know, uh, she's in her whole face. Let's just put it like that. <laughs> and I don't think she's ready to get out of it right now. So she don't get married. Married is it, serious. That's like you know, settling down. That's one man. I don't know." Marcus, you might want to rewatch the video, and just see. I don't, I don't know, brother. Look, I'm, you know, if you happy, that's all that matters. You know, this is somebody that cheat uh, cheated twice on Scotty with future. Yeah, you know, I'm just saying. And he had on Gucci flip flops. I mean, that's disrespectful. It's one thing for your girl or your wife, in this case, to cheat on you. It's another. It's a whole other thing if the man is talking about. I had on Gucci flip flops while I was doing. That's disrespectful. Have some decor future. Let, let's be better than this, okay? You don't have to say that. That's an unnecessary dig. It's like, it's, okay, you're already, you're already smashing the man's wife. You don't have to talk about you in flip-flops. Because if you ever had good, they're not comfortable. <laughs> they're not comfortable flip-flops. You know what I mean? Like, they're not comfortable. So you just, you just put that out there. Just put it out there. It's, it's not a comfortable thing. Yeah, you know, she, she's running to your house here in Gucci flip-flops. Not not a comfortable situation. Subscribe to the YouTube channel, BSO TV, where you can catch um, all of these videos uh, during the week. Uh, also, we, uh, we're putting it on the podcast every day. Uh, Headlines with Robert Littell. You can check it out on um, iTunes, on uh, Spotify, all of the places. Uh, Megaphone, all the places that you get your... For your podcast. Uh, Facebook is Black Sports Online. Instagram is BSO TV. Tick in the talking is uh, Robert Latow, uh, BSO. And then also, of course, you can follow us on Twitter, Erics uh, at BSO. Catch you guys tomorrow. I'm out.